0: Hi, my name is Vincent Edwards, and uh, this is, we're going to go ahead and call it the Decompression Session. And uh, it may have been a mistake, but I have invited to join me, my girlfriend, uh, Kimberly Davis. And we are going to discuss the pros and cons, the um, good and the bad of being in a relationship where both partners have uh, suffered or are suffering from PTSD, um, as kind of a background, I, uh, was married for nine years. I have twin girls from that marriage. And, uh, my wife, ex-wife was emotionally and physically abusive. And that sounds a little weird in our society to hear a man say that his wife was physically abusive, but That's exactly what happened, and I do suffer from post-traumatic stress disorder because of the things that she did. Um, I'm going to let Kimberly explain a little bit of her history so you've got an idea of where we're both coming from.
1: So as far as my background is concerned, um, I met a man when I was about 21 and um, became involved in a relationship with him, and my son was actually born out of that relationship. I was with him for about three years, um, and he was physically and emotionally abusive. Um, and so my post-traumatic stress disorder, um, stems from, from that relationship.
0: And, uh, you know, we've been together for just over two years now. Right. And, um, you know, it's, it's been at times a pretty rough ride but i think that you know we've we've been doing our best to make to build a strong foundation so that when when these things do hit when when the definite pitfalls of a relationship with two ptsd partners hits we we have the tools to get through it um recently i was reading on a website healthyplace.com um the writer was elizabeth i Forgive me for mispronouncing if I do it, Bryco. Uh, but she discussed a few of the benefits and a few of the um, problems faced by relationships, uh, by partners in relationships where both people have the PTSD. Um, there were a couple that, that definitely hit for us um, mood swings. I know we both, we both have mood swings. Um, mine are definitely more of a retreat. Hide and and not deal with it, kind of mood swings, whereas I know that yours are more of a
1: an anger. I definitely lash out. Um, I call it losing my shit. So, de- yeah, definitely <laughs> anger.
0: Um, and I know I know there's some unusual behaviors. I know, uh, the ones that I can think of for me are more defense mechanisms than than unusual behaviors. Um, I know that. You know, when I'm confronted or I feel um, like someone is is angry or attacking me or yelling at me, um, a lot of times because of what I went through with my ex-wife, I shut down. I hang my head. I, you know, crawl into my shell and I admit defeat. Um,
1: Whereas I actually have a a physical behavior. Um, I was in the Metroplex, the Dallas Fort Worth area, when I was with, um, the biological father of my son. And, um, so I, I live in Lubbock now, but anytime I go to the Metroplex area, um, I, I have a physical response. Um, I start sweating. I, I become anxious. Um, and I'm, I'm constantly looking over my shoulder, um, you know, fearing that he or, or someone he knows or a family member will, um, you know, just appear kind of out of nowhere. Um, but now that I'm thinking about it, uh, an unusual behavior stemming from post-traumatic stress disorder would be panic attacks. Um, and I have suffered from panic attacks since I was 18. So I was actually, I was raped when I was 16. Um, and so some of my PTSD definitely stems from that. Um, although I think the majority definitely comes from the three year relationship. So I have, I have suffered from PTSD for, you know, since I was 16 and panic attacks since I was 18. Um, and I can actually tell about a week ahead of time now when I'm going to have one. Um, and it's, it's much like they say, you feel like you're having a heart attack. I've never had one, but, um, it's the racing heart, the tightening of the chest, the sweating, I've had some that were so severe that you know I I um you know I was vomiting or or felt very nauseated, um, but you were Vincent. You were in the kitchen the other day.
0: Yeah, and 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 honestly, this is one of the benefits of having a partner who has, suffers from PTSD as well. Because honestly, and in, in my family, we we didn't talk about feelings. We didn't talk about emotions. We didn't. T- there was no such thing as a panic attack. There was right. you know pull your pants up and get the job done. There wasn't any time for me as a male in my family to have these kinds of emotions or feelings or, or breakdowns and so I, I've i been dealing with these feelings for as long as I can remember but I never knew what they were I just figured it was me overreacting me having a hard time you know I'd clench my fists I'd find something to fiddle with I'd you know clench my jaw and when the feeling passed I would I'd move on Um, but it was it was about you know uh, a maybe two weeks three ago. weeks ago mm-hmm. uh, you spotted me in the kitchen just doing my my best to pull myself together and move forward and you immediately recognized the signs of the panic attack right and you know you you pointed it out you explained to me i mean you you, you recited to me verbatim exactly how i was feeling and told me that it was a panic attack and you know i've i've since discussed with my doctor and, and been put on a new medication for, for my anxiety. And, and it appears to be, for the most part, so far, so good. But um, I, I never would have known that that's what it was if somebody hadn't spotted it and told me. Um, right. So, yeah. you know, there, there are definitely some benefits. Uh, there, there are some problems. Um, there are times when, uh, you know, because triggers, triggers work dif- differently for everybody. Right. So there, there are times when when our behaviors trigger each other, and there are times when our triggering triggers trigger each other. It's so <laughs>
1: it is. It becomes a vicious awful cycle. Awful and I think. weird. Yes. Yes. If and it so, weren't, if
0: I weren't in the middle of it, I would be fascinated by watching the cycle. Right. But it's just so awful to be in the middle of it.
1: But I, I think, I think a good example of that would be, um, you know, when you're feeling. When you're feeling like you need to to share some of your anxiety and and things like that with me, um, you are you see, I'm
0: I'm very comforted by touch,
1: physical touch, which I, is I, I like nasty. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I like my hand to be held. I like you know. I like snuggling. Right. I, I like to feel physical affection when I'm in the middle of of an anxious period. It, it helps me to, it soothes me. It makes me feel better. Um, However, you very much do not like physical contact. No,
1: no, especially especially
0: when you're in the middle of anxiety. If
1: I'm stressed or, or, you know, having an anxiety attack, I very much do not like like physical touch and and i think that that's hard for you because when you see that i'm in the middle of an anxiety attack you want to reach out and comfort me right um and your way of comforting and me is is physical touch and that i automatically retreat you know i and i lash out in anger that's definitely and that's the thing
0: and and, and you know you learn as you go and i've i've been learning and i try to remind myself in the midst of of The situation that, you know, you definitely do not do the physical touch thing when you're in the middle of one of those. But it's so difficult to stop yourself from doing what you feel is what should work. Right. Like.
1: Agreed.
0: You see me in the middle of an anxiety attack and you feel like I need space.
1: Exactly. Yes.
0: Because that's what you need when you're in the middle of one. Right. Right. So you give me space, but what that leaves me feeling like is that I'm not loved and I'm not right. taken care of and nobody okay. cares. Whereas when you're in the middle of an anxiety attack, I look to reach out to you and comfort you with physical touch because that's what works for me. And instead that drives you further into your anxiety attack.
1: Right.
0: And it's, you know, the, the thing is, and, and one of the best benefits in my opinion of of this is to it's is the fact that we understand
1: right
0: when the dust settles when all is said and done when the day is over it's i understand what happened right and you understand what happened right and so instead of sitting and dwelling on the fact that we got triggered we're able to look at the situation and say today kind of sucked but tomorrow is a new day.
1: Exactly. I think it's all about recognition and understanding, and we're we're working on that.
0: And for someone with PTSD, I think... That that is probably one of the best things to have in a partner is understanding Mm -hmm. Uh, recognition comes with time even for people who don't have PTSD Um, I mean for me and you it's easy for us to recognize that we're we're struggling right but even if I didn't have PTSD or you didn't with time comes recognition but the most important thing is the empathy that comes from us having been there we know what it feels like we know that most often it is 100% out of our control and that's an awful feeling all in itself so having someone that understands that fully makes this so much easier
1: and i think that understanding builds a solid foundation
0: they say, the house don't fall if Mm -hmm. the bones are good. Exactly.